Welcome to All the Extra Points with Max and AP. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you like the segment. Give us a like, share, and follow. Hello and welcome to All the Extra Points podcast, episode seven with Max and AP, where two guys kind of sit back, talk about the latest sports topics, and give their unwanted yet usually on point opinions. Max, how was it going, buddy? Oh, it's not going too bad. How about yourself? How are the kiddos? Kiddos are good. I am doing our first podcast in our my new office that Kelly and I have been working on for a few weeks. We did it all ourselves, hung some shiplap, put some built-in cabinets in. It's looking pretty good. So pretty good other than the fact that my little puppy just took a little fart right beside me, but we're doing all right. It's okay. Let, let, uh, I'll let you start the podcast the way you love to start the podcast every week. Well, we have ourselves a podcast for the week, and this one right now is our Bell Mead Honey Madeira Cast coming in at 90.4 proof. I just got this a couple days ago from a friend in my bourbon group, and I tell you what, this is absolutely delicious, a little sweet, a little oaky, right down my alley. One day, Max, I'll get you into this one day. One day. As long as there's cigar involved, I think I might be able to handle it. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. I'm sure you'll be doing that a little bit in Vegas coming up for your bachelor party. But, yeah. Okay, well, the same way we've been starting the podcast last few weeks, um, my dad's team last night, unfortunately, lost to uh, Worthington Christian. Uh, They were down one going into the fourth quarter and just kind of ran out of gas. Um, So they finished their season 16-8. and Uh, my dad's overall record now is 607 wins and 342 losses. Um, he's still kind of undecided on what he's going to do next year, but the girls had a great season, uh, and good luck to all the seniors that will be leaving the program after this year. Just an absolute solid year. I mean, what a, what a good run you guys had. I wish you guys the best coming up and unfortunate way to go out, but. Um, yeah, I mean, they made it that far, so you really can't complain. But Coach Tim, great great to have you last week, and sorry for the loss, but I'm sure you really loved having this long of a season, and I'm sure you'll get him back there again next year. So quick, quick topic I'm going to spring on you. Be, I didn't even put it in our rundown since oh. I guess we consider me the producer of the show. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if – and this is just basketball, not football. How would you feel if – they split the basketball tournament into private and public school tournaments. Ooh, I mean, I think it makes sense. So you, are you talking like actual high school? Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, going to private schools, you know, not only are you having kids that go there that, you know, want to play in good programs. And don't get me wrong, a lot of kids go, like our kids are probably going to go to, to St. St. Francis to Sales up here in Westerville in Columbus. But, I mean, I think it would be worth looking at um, because those schools typically dominate. Uh, mm-hmm. But you do get some champions outside of that group as well. I mean, you got, then you know, the cold waters of football. Um, you know, the Massey had that long stretch, Clinton Massey. But, I mean, it, it, it would make sense. I mean, I could, see, I could see why they would do that at least. And I'm actually surprised. Did they not do that anywhere in, in the nation? Uh, I'm not sure. I just, I just know Ohio – men's and women's basketball it is it is crazy how many private schools are dominating men's and women's basketball in the state in all divisions 
you look at Mount Mount Notre Dame and women's basketball. I mean, it's an all girls school, and if your daughter's good at basketball, you don't want her not going there. If you live in Cincinnati, so yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I I don't I don't know if they, I don't know if they do that anywhere or not. I swear I thought they did it somewhere, but um, well, the uh, OHSA needs to talk to whatever state that is. And, yeah. It's funny that you said that because I just Googled as we're on the phone here, just Ohio in general. They have mm-hmm. 831 OHSAA member schools. 700 of them are public. 139 of them are non-public. And they were they, so here's here's another thing from the beginning of the 1999-2000 school year through the 2009 to 2010 school year, there were 616 state champions. The private schools won 45% of them. So it's actually slightly even. Uh, Um, I I guarantee the last 10 years, as you said, that was since 2009, right? Yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, that's obviously been a big difference. I would like to find, so we'll get that for next week, like to find how many private schools have won the last 10 years. Yeah, and just for reference, girls basketball, 44 state champions, 23 were won by non-public schools. But football, as I just mentioned in that, I guess you said basketball, so never mind. But um, I was going to say – football, throw it out there, you got it. Yeah, 47% were won by non-public schools. So it's actually slight – I mean, you look at this whole list, it's actually kind of even, except for wrestling. Wrestling is 70% won. Which that um, makes sense. And but here's another fun one: boys basketball, only thirty-one percent. But that was also from nineteen ninety to two thousand. So I'd be interested to see what the stats have been the last ten years because I bet you it would be a little bit different. Yeah, let let's look at those. But yeah, it's a struggle for some some public schools to get to the state championship, and you know you're playing with families that have lived in the lived in the city for twenty years, and you get there and you're playing against a private school where they Go oh, how long? How long's that girl been going there? Oh, it's her first year here. Like, oh, well, I didn't state championship. Was, yeah, I didn't realize this was such a topic either. Because I mean, I just when I googled it, I mean, there are articles being written <clears throat> packed back to six to seven years ago. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and here's another one: uh, all fifty states and how they handle competitive balance. Um. I'm not going to read it all right now, obviously. But hey, we'll come back to this next week. I think this is going to be a good topic. So, um. Yeah, it actually does look like some of these. So right here, Arkansas, not a big state, non-public schools with 80 or more students in grades 10 through 12 are moved to one classification. Hmm. So it does seem that it does happen. Um, but obviously it depends on the states and how, you know, how competitive each, each one is. But Ohio, I mean, it is pretty. I feel like it has been dominant, but it's hard to notice it, you know, when, when, for me when I'm not as involved as you are. But, um, I, yeah, that's – yeah, here's another one, actually. It looks like New York, there are multiple athletic associations, one of which is affiliated with the National Federation of High Schools. It slots non-public schools and divisions based on past success. Hmm. So I don't know if that means that they're in with those or not. But, yeah, we'll, let's circle back to this. Let's make that a topic to do some research on um, so you can be the stat guy and, and, and have some fun with your statistics. Okay. Um, but, Max, what else are we talking about today? Well, since you brought up statistics and you want to bring up a, a bad statistic, my Los Angeles Lakers have only won three of their last ten games. So mm-hmm. what is going on in L.A.? One, they're not healthy. Two, 
Anthony Davis has basically said he's not going to come back until he's 100%. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the middle of any sports season, is anyone ever 100%? I would have to say no, especially if they're already hurt. Correct. I mean, so, you're never going to come back fully healthy. Then the Lakers better get on the phone and get somebody out there to get some help because the way they're constructed now, they're now the four seed in the West uh, behind the Clippers, Suns, and Jazz. We'll touch on the Suns here in a second because you were actually talking about them last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think the way they're constructed now, they're asking Kyle Kuzma basically, hey, LeBron or AD's out. you got to come in and score 20-30. Like, this, he's never had to. So I know they've signed him to an extension and are expecting that of him, but I just don't see that him doing that every night. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's uh, it, he, you can't expect it to. I mean, and he, don't get me wrong, he's always looked fantastic, but um, mm-hmm. it, it's just going to depend on on what happens. I mean, I, I just like you said, I don't think he's ever going to get back to full strength this year. But no. will not full strength be enough? Is the question. Um, and I mean, it's hard to say it will be in the in that that conference. I would feel a little differently if they're in the Eastern Conference with those bum, the Brooklyn Nets. But um, nine yeah, of their, nine of their last ten games. Cool. Look who they played. <clears throat> the, it doesn't matter. I mean, but we talked about this. I think in probably episode two, where LeBron moves to the West. Everybody else moves to the east. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. nobody wants to go through LeBron until they get to the finals. Right. If, right. And what's the great thing? And God forbid, I I really don't want them to win a championship this year. But you literally haven't heard anything about Kyrie Irving because James Harden has been playing so well. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing I heard about Kyrie Irving is what he did for some kids. And I know we harp a lot on Kyrie Irving and being negative, but he is paying for, I forget which school, I think Richmond or Ridgemont or something. He's paying for like nine of their basketball players full college uh, um, year. So that's out. That's just amazing. So good for Kyrie. I mean, they, they, you know, they make a lot of money, but we don't hear a lot of those kind of things. Um, so that's cool of him. But Just like uh, James Harden was – Helping all those people in Houston after the oh yeah freeze freeze yeah. and the weather the last few weeks he's doing whatever he can even though he's yeah. not there anymore. So, I mean Pete, you yeah. have to respect what he did there, and you have to respect him wanting to leave. I mean, if yeah. you didn't see it coming, you were blind. I mean, you got to think like Harden put his heart and soul into that. And that I mean, it's not like he signed a signed a deal and then wants to leave immediately, aka Deshaun Watson. But I mean, he tried. You know, he tried to win. He did. I mean, he brought that that franchise just. They were amazing when he was there. So, and I mean, they still have John Wall, um, Victor, Victor Oladipo. He's there, right? Yeah. He, yeah, uh, I mean, he just turned down a two-year extension. So that was interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, John Wall is probably going to be out of there too, because he doesn't want to, I mean, who knows what's going to be going on with him, but he still looks amazing when he's out there playing. But moving on here, I want to talk about my Phoenix Suns, who are not my Phoenix Suns, but they are looking hot. Nope. I think, nope. You were a week ahead of the curve. Even though a lot of people were on their bandwagon at the beginning of the year, you were a week ahead of the curb. I think you get to ride the Phoenix Sun bandwagon. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win the championship, but man, they look good right now. And it's not just Booker. I mean, Booker looks no, good. No, it's, it's a team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dario, 
uh, what's his name? Sarek. Sarek. He looked. I mean, he he played great against the Lakers. I watched most of that game. Uh, Booker dropped forty three against Minnesota, which is just him doing Booker things. DeAndre Ayton has looked really, really good. Um, they 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 kind of finally have a team, and I mean, who knows? I mean, talking about you know our Mount Rushmore this week is. Um, the worst franchises in sports history, you know, Phoenix might not make that anymore. Who knows? Just from this little win streak. But um, no, it was it was fun. It's been fun to watch them play because they are a very exciting team. I don't want to say they're like Golden State um, because Golden State was just so dynamic and had so many unbelievable players. But they kind of resemble in just like how quick they play and how many points they score. I mean, I'm just you know, glancing at at the the score here or their you know every game they've played. Since, I mean, goodness gracious, since as far as I can go back, which is December 23rd, they have one game under 100 points. One. Yeah, there's a, this year, there's no team in the NBA averaging under 105 points a game. And the lowest, lowest is Oklahoma City at 105.9. So 106. And you got to think what Chris Paul has done just to bring that group culture. together. Yeah. Culture I mean, thing. that's all he is. And yep. he's there helping out. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's really good to see. And I mean, they have their, you know, their, their big guy, Frank Kaminsky out there. He's, he's you know, not the scorer, but he's, he's playing good defense. They still have Jay Crowder was, out uh, there. That was a quiet, good sign for them. Yeah, it really was. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm anxious to see how they play out. I mean, they looked so hot there at the end of last year that you really wanted to see them come out and do yeah, this. Eight, so. eight no in the bubble, and then you add Chris Paul to that. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and Booker is, I mean, 25.2 points per game. I mean, just balling out whenever he can. So, and he's only 24 years old. Yeah. Oh, my god. crazy. I mean, I feel like you've been in the league forever. But, um, yeah, out there slinging it and also, you know, trying to sling those women like the Kardashian girls back in the day. But – yeah, no, it's been fun to watch, but um, we'll we'll see how that pans out. That's going to be something we talk about for, I think, the majority of the rest of the, these podcasts until the season's over. So, yeah, it'll be good yeah. to watch. And the uh, 76ers quietly still sit atop the East. And here you go. Write this down. We can, we can make a bet later. I bet the Milwaukee Bucks don't get out of the first round of the playoffs. Wow. Really? It. It's that it's Budenholzer's fourth or fifth year. It's the exact same thing he did at Atlanta. They went to the playoffs all the time and never did anything. So I as think, the season sits right now, you would have them losing to the the Charlotte Bobcats or the Hornets, whatever they are right now. Yep, Hornets. Wow. Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball, real deal. Mm-hmm. He's easily All Star break MVP. I don't think it's mid season yet, but All Star break. Rookie of the year. I'm sorry. I can say, holy shit, Max. My, um, my apologies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> well, here's the thing. If they slip a little bit and they go four to five, how about one team no one is really talking about? Um, the New York Knicks? Not looking horrible right now? Nope. Another another former Laker first-round pick. Right yeah. There. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of – they have a lot of – they have kind of a mixture of the guys that never made it huge and the guys that, you know, ha, you know, are, are still playing pretty decent. Obvious Julius Randle is looking better than he usually does. Uh, RJ Barrett 
who I oh, thought was going to be a oh, stud. Okay, wait, hang on. Okay, you said he's playing better than he normally does. What do you think are Julius Randle's career average points, rebounds? Go. Wow, that's a tough question. Um, His career stats? Career average points, career average rebounds. Oh, man. Um, points, I'll go – I want to say like 18 because what you said that. I'm going to go – I'm going to go 16 points per game, 11 – does he average a double-double maybe? No. Six, 16, and, 16 and 10. Okay. So, so that's, if he, that's Kevin if he Love does right that, there. Yeah. I mean, he's really not playing out of his means. He's – getting more opportunities with the ball. I mean, he's a good overall player. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And you have a lot of guys on that team. They just – it's a very te- – it's kind of it's kind of the the Indiana Pacers when they were kind of on that hot streak where they didn't have one guy. You know, they had a bunch of good players back when Psycho T was there. So, yeah. that I mean, uh, Right before Paul George. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see how they pan out. I'm not totally sure about them either, but uh, anxious to watch that as well. Where did uh where did Julius Randle go to college? Kentucky. You know who's not gonna make the NCAA tournament this year? Kentucky. Kentucky. Good. Speaking of the tournament, what do you got? So I've been doing my research, starting to get it more into some college basketball. And after watching I've tried to watch some more games. Um News to me, newsflash, I don't live in a cave, but those of you that are diehard NCAA men's basketball fans, Cade Cunningham, is uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, in case, yeah. in case anybody didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's ridiculous. I watched uh, – the one game I watched was actually <clears throat> one of his worst games recently, but they ended up beating uh, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that guy is legit. Yeah. So, I don't know if – I don't think – as of right now – we're rolling into the tournament. This is a little early to talk about, but who's your team? Who do you who do you think is going to win it all? Um, I talked about them last week, and they had a had a tough loss a couple of days ago to Baylor. But I something about West Virginia is different than any other year. I just I like their defense. I like how they're built. Obviously, I like Bob Huggins. He's a great coach. Always has been. Yeah, um, I like him a lot. Iowa's interesting. Because they got bigs and they got shooters, um, and then you look at Michigan, and they are currently beating Michigan State. Uh, just lost to just lost to Illinois a few days ago, but um, I don't know. I like the way Michigan's built. Gonzaga, they're in that back end of their schedule where they play nobody until the I think Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is going to be in trouble. I do. I don't know. They had uh, some. They had some good wins at the beginning of the year. They did, but you're you don't want to go into the tournament undefeated. You don't. You don't. And I think they will easy. And I. I mean, honestly, when Michigan plays their best game, they're the best team in the country. Yeah, they didn't look great against Illinois. It was a good game, but Illinois pulled that out. I mean, I go. I go Michigan no matter what, but I go Big Ten. I I, I go Michigan as the team I think is going to win, but I go Big Ten all day. So um, you got Gonzaga with wins over <clears throat> Kansas, who's probably going to sneak back into the tournament. Auburn, thirteen now. West Virginia beat Iowa. Uh, beat Virginia. 
BYU, and then they have not played a competitive game in six weeks, eight, six weeks now. So, yeah. yeah. I, I What I think is going to happen to – I think they're going to make it in. But, man, I don't know. I just I think they're going to get in. They're going to make – I think they'll get to, like, the Sweet 16. But I think once they play at some teams with bigger names and, and big players, they're going to struggle. And another thing, I think Baylor – I mean, they beat is gonna... Iowa. They beat Virginia. They beat Kansas. They beat West Virginia. I mean, there are some big-name teams, big-name guys on them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I just think every year when they get into their league schedule, they get content and they just kind of put it put in autopilot for the last two months of the year, and it hurts them going into the tournament. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, I agree with that. Now, my dark my dark horse. I know you're not gonna like this. Is Kansas? Um, yeah. I know it's funny to say, call them a dark horse, but they, hey, they that game against well, that game against Baylor. Whew. And another one I'd say is Texas. Um, I think they're looking really good this year. Wisconsin is another team to watch out for. I don't think Virginia can do it. They can't score. And if you can't score, I know they can play defense, but they're just not going to get there. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to kind of see how this uh, that the it wraps up here coming into um, tournament time for the conferences. Are they doing those? No, they're not doing them. Uh, they are. Um, okay, they are. Very minimal fans. I think thirty four hundred at the Big Ten, thirty eight hundred at the ACC. Uh, I haven't heard SEC. I think they're still doing it in Nashville, but not sure it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, it's still not a ton to talk about. Just kind of guessing, guessing the scenarios here. But uh, I mean, right now, I think the one seeds will end up being Gonzaga, no doubt. Michigan, no doubt. Uh, I think Baylor sneaks in there unless they lose. Yeah, I think even if they lose to Kansas, it's we'll that, see how. It's that last four. It's the last number one seed. I'm not sure about. You got well, Illinois, yeah. Iowa, West Virginia, Ohio State. I don't think Ohio State gets it. Ohio State would have to make a bunch of bunch of wins. They they would probably have to win the Big Ten to to get that one seed, and I don't think they can do that. Yeah. I I would bet money on West Virginia unless they don't win that tournament. Um, otherwise, so, I think it's going to be tough to get Illinois. I think it could be easily be two Big Ten teams, obviously, because there's what three in the top seven. Yep, I think I think if West Virginia wins the Big Twelve tournament, beats Baylor. And the championship that puts them at the third number one, and probably puts Baylor at the fourth, and then you got Gonzaga, Michigan, one and two number ones. Yeah, I don't. Oh man, it's tough for me to even wrap my head around it already. I know it's crazy to talk about, but I mean, all I care about is beating Duke again. <laughs> Saturday, six p.m. ESPN. Yeah, be there. And if you're not there, Gosh. just. Pray that Duke sucks because Duke always well, we're, sucks. We're we're on a roll. I mean, we're gonna. I think we'll make the tournament, no doubt. I mean, we're we're kind of close to the top twenty-five. I think now. So yeah, we had um, we had six votes this week. Um, yeah, we had a bad loss against Syracuse on Monday. Marquette hurt us bad. That Marquette loss that I talked about last week. I get it. And Roy was all ticked off in his post-game press conference when reporter actually had the balls to go. Hey, Coach, how come you scheduled Marquette uh, out of nowhere? And then he basically 
really wanted to curse because Roy doesn't curse that much. But he, go, he goes, do you think I would have scheduled the dadgum game if I thought we were going to lose and walked off? And, yeah. I mean, no, they played a bad game. It was a bad loss. And they followed it up with a good win versus Florida State. Uh, Walker yeah. Kessler sighting about time. Uh, then he didn't. Yeah. Then he didn't do anything on Monday. But yeah. real quick, uh, touch on some women's college basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you heard of a young lady by the name of Paige Bukers? Uh, a little bit, not a lot. It, it, tell me more. So she is the Big East Rookie of the Year, the Big East Player of the Year. And will probably be the national player of the year if I had to guess. And by the way, she is a freshman. She's with UConn, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because Louisville's won it at all. Shout out John Newsom. Who's John Newsom? He's a buddy of mine who is the team doctor for Louisville basketball, baby. Oh, I was about to say. Well, one of my favorite coaches in NT LA Women's actually is Louisville's head coach, and his name's slipping my mind right now. He's the one that everybody thought would take the Tennessee job when it was open a couple years ago, and then he ended up staying at Louisville. Um, so, right. Right. Well, Louisville looks damn good right now. Man. I would not be surprised by that either. So, No, I hope so. Um, I mean, I think that, that, that that's always a fun tournament for me to watch. I like to tune into that. And, and talking about them, you know, you got UConn obviously at one, but Louisville looks really good. Mm-hmm. They're 21-2. and two. Um, I, I hope they can get it done. They had a bad loss to Florida State a couple of days ago, which was very out of character because Florida, character Florida State wasn't even ranked. But it's kind of one of those weird wins where or weird losses where it's not too concerning. I think they're going to bounce back just fine. Um, but it could have knocked them out of a one seed because they, they fell to five, and you know how hard it is to get above there. Yep. But if they do play a – ACC tournament there, it will be fun. That is for sure. Because if they can win that, I think they hop back up in there. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that. And because I think NC State or no Texas, no, I don't know who's in that. Because UConn is in a different division. So actually, all the top five teams there are in different divisions. So one of them would have to lose because you get Texas Texas A&M. But yeah, I mean, they, there's a lot a lot of top teams up there who are just rolling so and doing you well. Got... So. You got two of the top five in the ACC, NC State, Louisville. Yeah, NC State is in the ACC. That's right. So whoever wins that wins that out of the ACC tournament will definitely get the one seed. Yeah, because they're going to um, have Stanford, UConn, Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, I don't think Baylor will sneak in there unless there's a really weird loss that happens. But, um, yeah, so Louisville and UConn were supposed to play, but UConn, are, they, the game got – postponed with covid shit so mm-hmm. um nothing out of the ordinary there but yep. yeah all right well we're gonna keep this rolling i want to keep this under an hour this time hopefully we can because i think we're getting a little carried away um yeah, we haven't so we're going so we're gonna skip over mlb this week save some time yeah not not a lot to talk about um so spring, we're gonna hop right training. into yeah we're gonna hop right into jj jj free agency yeah. so uh, if you're in that, yeah, you're the one of one of the biggest free age, free agents in NFL this offseason, right? How are you going to say I'm on a new team? You're you got a barbell on your back and you put a new T-shirt on. That's it. It's JJ Watt. 
That's how he told that was pretty that was pretty baller. Told everybody he was going to the Arizona Cardinals. So last week I guessed the Cowboys and you guessed who? Bills. Uh, I, think, I think you said Bills. I don't think I really said. I think I kind of said Green Bay if they could make it work contract co- contract wise. I said that makes the most sense. But I the Cardinals didn't make sense, so no. I don't really know but what's going on. We talked about this. If you look at the dollars, I mean, NFL guys, you can never pass up on money because he could blow out his knee the second game of the season. He could be done forever. So he took the route of a team that's kind of on the uptick. They were 8-8 eight and eight this year. They got a good young quarterback. Larry Fitzgerald probably won't retire now. I would say he probably comes back. J.J. Uh, Watt will probably beg him. Uh, and he took the money. I mean, you can never be mad at a guy for taking money. It's they put it's, their they put their bodies through hell for. Well, hell. I just the, right. I understand that, but I don't understand why you're going to come out and say I'm going to win a championship. That's why I want to leave Houston because I want to go out there and I want to have a chance to win. I mean, look at the teams he had a chance to join: thirteen and three Green Bay Packers, number one seed in the NFC last year. Uh, that's where he was also born and he was a fan of. Then you have the Buffalo Bills, 13-3, and three, number two seed, only on the rise with that division especially. Yeah. Tennessee Titans, 11-5, and five, number four seed in the AFC last year. Also a team that's probably on the rise, especially in the division they're in, other than maybe Carson Wentz because, you know, I love him. But then you look at the Steelers who, you know, who knows with them. It's a question mark. But they were 12-4 and four last year, the number three seed in the AFC. And then 11 and 5, the Brownies. Like, look at those teams. Uh, like, and you go to the 8 and 8 Cardinals who missed the playoffs. Big Ben, Big Ben signed a new contract today. I think if Big Ben would have signed that new contract before J.J. Watt made his decision, Pittsburgh would have had a little bit more money to give him and maybe he changed his mind. But I also don't think he wanted to go there because he didn't want to take the spotlight away from his brother. Like, he's doing his thing. He's the, he's the best player on the team. I, I think I think they probably had talks. Obviously, the NFL has tampering rules, but it's but his brother. How do you not so want to play with your brother no matter what? Both brothers. Derek's there, too. Yeah, but how do you not say, wouldn't it be amazing to get all three of I don't. I don't know. I don't – I see you think that I don't, because I think it's more they would want to play together. Because, I mean, if TJ's clearly the better back, unless he doesn't want to get overshadowed by his brother, yeah, that would be the only thing I would have to say. Because yeah. he's not going to – TJ's light years better than him right now. I don't know how. I mean, you look at TJ Watt, you're like, how is he so good? I don't know. Well, he has guys like Cameron Cameron Hayward taking the double team every play. And I know. Yeah. he would, And that's the thing. TJ would only get better. So, it would. I mean, I don't know. But the Cardinals didn't make sense to me. But, I mean – Two years, $31 million, $23 million guaranteed for a guy that I wouldn't say he's at the tail end of his career. Okay. But, I mean, he's definitely not doing as good. One thing that – so the contract's obviously not final till March 16th. Um, and one thing people are talking about is it's two years, $23 million guaranteed, uh, but it's written as 31 right now. A lot of people are saying it's probably two years, 23 and it'll get to 31 if, and there's going to be a whole list of stuff. So two years, 23, that's what, 11 and a half per? 
right? Compared yeah, compared like to fifteen and a half per. So mm-hmm. that's probably what the contract actually is. It's probably not thirty one million. It's probably two years, twenty three million. A lot of incentives in there to get to thirty one. So yeah, and him and Chandler Jones. Once Chandler Jones gets three more sacks, I never. <clears throat> I should have followed up on this. Apologies before we started, but I think they're going to become the first pair of teammates in an NFL history to each have a hundred sacks, hundred plus mm. sacks. So that's crazy. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, it's what it is. I'm kind of happy it's done because now we can stop talking about JJ Watt because there's a lot of other big free agents on this list. So I'm just going to run down real quick, and I'm gonna we can talk about a couple of them. But here are the open available free agents well mostly available other than the first one uh hey, on the market you ready? right now let's do let's do rapid fire you say a name i'll say stays or goes Dak. stays okay are we gonna do stays and then you say goes as in where he goes or just goes nope, in general stays goes all right trent williams stays whoa okay alan robinson goes leonard williams Mm, goes. Yeah. Justin Simmons. Goes. Here's the big one. Chris Godwin. Stays because of his recent interview. Okay. Three more. Shaquille Barrett. Stays, 100%. Yeah? Yep. Think they can afford him? That okay. they've, they've said multiple times that's their number one priority. So he's going to get right. paid and they're going to worry about everybody uh, else. Okay. Obvious one, Aaron Jones. Uh, stays, probably. You better hope. The next one. What? Who's the guy from okay. Boston College that they got? Okay. I'm What's up his next. Name? You said stays? Yeah. They can't. Okay, hold on. We're not done. This one, you better hope you, you hope, better hope you have the right answer. Taylor Moten from Carolina off the tackle. Uh, He probably – should stay, but they're trying to clear up so much cap space for Deshaun Watson. Who who knows? Yeah, it says Moton Moton is highly unlikely to hit the open market. Yeah, Aaron Jones is no way in hell staying with the Packers. They can't afford. Where's he going? There's Pittsburgh. No way. Pittsburgh Anywhere. can't afford him either. No, Miami's the biggest the biggest name on that list right now. That makes sense. Honestly, yeah, he's there's no way he stays. Arizona will one hundred percent. It will, and he will 100% be overpaid, but he's a damn good running back. Yep. But, I mean, yeah, we'll see. All right, so the ones I agree with you on, uh, Dak obviously stays. There's no way Trent Williams stays. I think he's gone um, unless he gets tagged. Allen Robinson, so, I think, is gone. Trent Williams, best left tackle in football right now, right? Well, one of. How are you going to say we want to bring another quarterback and you're going to lose your best offensive lineman? Like – Figure it out. Move some money around. Make Jimmy G. If Jimmy G is going to be your quarterback, then make him sign a new contract. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I'm not. We'll see. I don't know. I can't sit here and say uh, say what's going to happen there, but I just don't think he'll be there. Uh, Allen Robinson, I disagree. I think he's gone. Leonard Williams, definitely gone. I think the Brownies, that's the Brownies' number one prospect right now justin simmons i think he's gone even though i mean he's good but i don't think he's great so we'll see there godwin is the hard one yeah so they're saying 
it looks like he's going to get the franchise tag. So he'll make night. That's because of Tom Brady. Something like that for receivers. Yeah. Yeah. And if he does, it makes sense because Brady's like, you're not letting him go. And why would Godwin sign a big contract with them, with Tom Brady's future in flux? Supposedly, Tommy's going to sign an extension and it's going to free up, free up a little Mm -hmm. bit of money. Yeah, I mean, he might, but, I mean, you also have to think if you win another one no. next year and you are still one of the top – and you you know how good yep. you're going to be. I mean, you got to bet on yourself. Like, $19 million in a year is going to be better than going for two years for $30 million, you know, making 19 guaranteed because you're just going to walk away with the same amount of guaranteed yep. money because those franchise tags are all guaranteed. So, J.J. Watt signed. I don't know about Shaquille Barrett. I think you're probably right. Aaron Jones is gone. Taylor Moten, I think. I'm not sure. I would say he's going to stay there. But uh, there's a lot of other big names on this. Obviously, your boy Carl Lawson. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he gets franchise tagged. Bud Dupree's a big one. I mean, there's just a lot. Joe Tooney, another one you guys should go after. Corey Lindsley, who, I, I, from what I've heard, they are just letting him yeah, go. Yeah, I saw that. Like, they, they're Honestly, not even going to try to I'm sign him. Keeping an eye on every available offensive lineman. Because – Again, the Bengals' yeah. first priority is offensive line, and their second priority is to pr- mm-hmm. protect Joe Burrow. And that's the way it should be. And it's yeah. what you guys did with Baker. You saw he was getting better. You saw he was on the upswing. And you now have the second-best offensive line in the NFL. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm um... – yeah, I don't know much more what's going to happen in the free agency. I mean, there. I just I'm excited for it to get moving because like guys like that, you want to see what's going to happen. Um, famous Jameis Juju Smith Schuster, happy to see him back in Steelers uniform and go cause yep. ruckus somewhere else. Um, yeah, Fitzmagic, see where he goes. Corey Davis, another one I'm interested to see where he goes um, because he had. When he was on, when he was out there, yep. I mean, he he's good. He had almost a thousand yards in yep. fourteen games. I mean, he balled out. So, um, yeah, I would like to see. I know it's silly to say because I don't think they will. But I'd love to see the Browns go after them because, or after him because he's a big receiver, and the Browns have a lot of little guys. So they got you know Odell, who's not tall. They got Jarvis, a lot of little tall receivers. Uh, Corey Davis, I didn't. Re- people, he he's one of the bigger ones. Yeah, I think he's like six three. But, I mean, he's not Corey Davis. Corey Davis is a monster. He's like a tight end. Put second catch of his effing career against the Bengals corner of the end zone, game winner. F off. F off. <sighs> yeah, he's a monster. So, it'll be it'll be fun to see how this kind of pans out because there are some big names on this. I mean, I'm just I'm, – you, know, you know, you look at this list. Even Justin Houston, you nah, know, like he's back. older. But, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, he's only 32, really? which is crazy oh, to say he's I older. I thought it was but, yeah, I know. Yeah, a big one, T.Y. Hilton. Will he stay? Uh, and I didn't realize this, but Andy Dalton is a free agent this no, year. Your boy, no, maybe the don't, Bengals don't, bring him back, um, compete for the starting job. And I, this is the biggest one. He's going back. Do you think for Rob Gronkowski bucks or something? Uh, he don't need the money. He had all the endorsement deals. Yeah, he don't. Yeah, he'll be back. 
Yeah, he, there's no doubt he'll he's be gone. So, and, and Richard Sherman's definitely on supposedly that list. there's so, talks of him going to the Jets because of Salah, and then I guess Gruden loves him as a person, so maybe Vegas too. Yeah, I mean, we'll see where he ends up. A uh, one that I kind of have always been drawn to, uh, especially in fantasy world, because I had him on my team a couple of years. Man, in a row, I like Kenyon Drake. Uh, I've always liked him, and yeah, I do. And he's a free agent, so another one to watch out for. I mean, you could grow, roll down this list. I mean, there's you know tons of guys. Like I'm in the, I remember like in the 70s or 80s, and there's guys who were just studs. I mean, you're looking at in their in their rankings at least. Patrick Peterson's ranked number 69. Bad, bad, How is he number bad 69? Year last like, year. Bad year. Last definitely year. a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but still. So yeah, I want to I want to so, touch on something before um, we move to the draft. Yeah. So I'll see what you think of this interview. I heard. I don't, don't okay. remember who it was. So it's about Deshaun Watson. Basically, someone was talking about if you look at this. As a business. NFL is a business no matter what people want to say. Yes, it's a sport, but it's a business first. Money matters. So you take a job, okay? You sign a contract, right? Six months late six months later, I don't want to work right. here anymore. And guess what? You signed a contract. So if you if you're looking at it as a business, Deshaun Watson's out of your head now. You're looking at this as a person that's in a business. What do you tell that person? Jeez. I mean, yeah. Uh, honestly, that ain't all right. my cousin. Fuck off. Like, you're here. Yeah, you signed, you signed this the deal. contract. We gave you all this money to be an right. asset to us. I, d- I just thought it was super interesting to look at it just as a business decision. <sighs> and if you look at it that way, yeah, he's 100% yeah. in the wrong. But but you have a totally. boss, in his case, again, looking at this as business, like Jack Easterby, who is one of the worst internal people in the NFL right now. And you get it. But at the same time, you sign the contract. They don't want to trade you. You want to sit out? Fine. You're not getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's – I mean, and that's the thing, like – Is he going to take that years? Years? I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. And for me, it just depends on if he's willing to do it and and hold out for that long. I I hope I hope they get I hope they get something done. I mean, I hate to see it happen, but don't don't sit there and sign this contract and then back out like yeah, that. That's just bullshit. Like you know what you're getting into. You knew you knew the mess you were. You know you knew how bad it was, and you got you know hey this is how much money we're going to offer you, and you got holy shit feelings. And the next thing you know, you're done. Like you're you're signing the contract. Oh, never mm-hmm. mind. I want to back out, or I want to go somewhere else. That's bullshit. Like one bad yep. year. <clears throat> Real quick, touch on the draft, and then we'll move on to our Mount Rushmore. Uh, biggest news. I don't know if you saw this list. Chris Sims has been pretty much spot on the last three years 
when he's been ranking quarterbacks because he he's a great podcaster. He's a great analyst. He knows quarterbacks well. He played in the NFL. He played at Texas. Did you see his top five quarterbacks for this year's draft? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll start with number five. Number yeah. five, Justin Fields. He went to some school close to you. Uh, number two. Number four. Number, number four. He's not number, number one. Number four, Kellen Mund from Texas A&M. Shut up. I like him, but I don't think he's number four. But again, Sims has been pretty spot on. Number no, three, Matt Jones, mm-hmm. Alabama. You ready? Number two, Trevor Lawrence, Clemson. What? And number. <laughs> okay. You're nope. really. He's rating number uh, one, North Dakota Jack State Wilson, kid number BYU. one. Oh, my. You, you want it? You want to hear? Hang on. Gracious. <laughs> you want to hear his off, comparison for Zach Wilson, current current player in the NFL? Two actually, <clears throat> two actually. Roma. Oh, never mind. His yeah. baseline no, for me, Zach Wilson me. is Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. I swear. Get out of here! I've watched him play. That's garbage. And hey, you know what? That's that's not even right. Trevor Lawrence. I and this is me. I do not think at all Trevor Lawrence is a guarantee. I think he I think this is one of the most overrated quarterback drafts you're ever gonna see. But and you we can argue I, I we could do a whole podcast, Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. Depends Justin Fields is going to be the better quarterback. It, Mark my that's words. That's the that's the bad part for guys. The, but still he will end up being it the better all quarterback. Depends on where you go. And if you're someone will trade up for Justin Fields. He will he's gonna interview that yeah. well. Where people are going to be like, damn, I want him on my team. You know what? Let's just do this right now. Uh, we have a special guest coming in tonight, and I want his opinion on this right now because I already so know pro- he proper, has to agree with me, not you, Max. Proper induction, the person Darren who Day. Him out Rushmore this week. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could we could hear you. Sorry, I was just taking a <laughs> sip of my amazing bourbon. Um, oh, so good. This might be the best bourbon I've had on this TikTok on my TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Uh, first off, bourbon bow hunting. Look me up on TikTok. I'm pretty famous. I have 604 followers. Um, I'm doing listen, pretty good. Darren, How's the podcast going, going? Man, thanks for joining us tonight. It's going well. We're doing okay. A L- little bit of <laughs> man, we don't argue there, that much. So this is probably just because I'm writing next. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I just want your opinion. So did you hear that, Darren? Uh, yeah, I think you came I on right there when you just named the top five. A couple of them there. Um, so re- but- real quick. Real quick, Chris Sims, top five. Five well, to one. Five Justin Fields. Five Justin Fields, four Kellen Who Mons, apparently is Matt not wrong. Jones, two Trevor Lawrence. One Zach Wilson, BYU. Yeah. Yeah, no way. No way. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, all right. You, first off, you got to say it has to be – this is my personal – and this is – I mean, this is my feel – is Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. And I'm not saying that just because they're the biggest guys on the stage. If you watch Justin Fields play, even this past year when he was running and trying to save his life, the guy's amazing. I mean, he, he has every talent, and he has the work ethic, which is so important. Like, Darren, do, like, what do you think? Do you th- Where do you think no, Justin I, Fields I definitely agree with is you. on he's, that list? Not five. He's top two. I, I would say Lawrence probably slightly ahead right now based on what he did in college, but – 
Yeah, I mean, he was tough. I mean, he can complete any pass, long, shorts, you know, mid-range. Like, he's just he, – I feel like he's got it. Yeah. Yeah, so real quick, I got a friend named Zach Fasani who tells me, and this is his exact words, Trevor Lawrence will be the best quarterback to ever play the football game. I might be wrong. I think he might have said Pat Mahomes um, or Tom Brady at number one. No, I think he said Trevor will be the best to ever play the game. And Zach, I love you, buddy. And I've told you this today: one zero chance. I don't. That's going I don't see it, especially if he goes number one. He played in now, Clemson. It's not a pro style offense. He didn't make pro style throws. Fields, okay. All you have to do is well, look think... at their head to head matchup: who outplayed who. Fields dominated the game. He dominated Trevor Lawrence. And I don't know. There's a lot yeah. of NFL type throws he yeah. never yeah. threw in three years at Clemson that Fields threw in two years at Ohio State. Well, and I also look at it, and a lot of the NFL guys, like, they're out there, you know, it's hard to pick apart those defenses. And you look at Trevor, and he's – I mean, I think he can he can get there probably, but, I mean, it, Urban Meyer is going to need yeah. his help a lot early. And going to Jacksonville, I, I don't want to say it's a death sentence, but because, you know, I mean, Urban can be a good coach, but you have a new coach and you have a new quarterback, and to me that's not a good sign, especially when you get a new quarterback who's never coached in the NFL. I almost feel like whoever goes there, no offense to Urban, that is a death sentence. But that's just my opinion. And I mean, whatever you guys feed into that, because I just, I, that, I don't think it's a good matchup, whoever goes there. I think, I think Urban needs a veteran quarterback because it, NFL is nope. completely different. But you know what I think it's, you know what I think it's time for? Since we talked about the Jaguars a second so, ago, I think it's time for the Mount Rushmore of the week. So, D-Day, go ahead and tell the, the the listeners what we are doing for the Mount Rushmore this week. The worst sports franchises. I like it. And that is any sport, any team. Ever. Anytime, anywhere. So, I think since Darren's the guest this week, he should get the first pick. Right, Aaron? Yeah. I agree. Right, sounds that. good. Go so go my first one, and I would might be surprised if this isn't on everybody's list, is the Detroit Lions. Great first pick. <laughs> That's what I feel. I feel like they essentially forced two Hall of Famers and Barry Sanders <laughs> and Megatron to retire, and then mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, you know, who's a good player, never was able to do much of anything there. They've never, never made it to a Super Bowl. And and I did do some research. See, so I, they did make it to the playoffs four times in the '90s, but only twice since 2000. That's I mean, and you got to look at even Stafford. Like you said, two Hall of Famers for sure. I'm not saying Stafford's a Hall of Famer, but let him go anywhere else. You know, I mean, he he easily could have could have put up ridiculous numbers. So well, I, I agree I with mean, that. Um, they, they've thought. gone 0 and 16. They haven't won a playoff game. Uh, I think D-Day said it very well. You caused two Hall of Famers to end their career early because they were miserable. Barry Sanders could have been the best running back in NFL history, but he said, F this, I'm out. Like, just was done. So. Yep. I was going to say I'm feeling generous. I'm cool with that, Max. I'll I'll let you go a second. Okay, I'll go. (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. I'll go with you. That's after fine. You just dogged That's on fine. My boy, uh, so because I'm up, 
I'm going to go. This is specific, okay? Post nineteen ninety eight Cleveland Browns. I know you're on the upswing now, but since <laughs> since nineteen ninety nine, when you lost your team before that to Baltimore, it, have you guys done anything before this year? What have, what have you guys done? How many quarterbacks have you had? How many head coaches have you had? You had a season where you were zero sixteen, followed. <laughs> well, we did win four national B- before the Super Bowl era. <laughs> before the we won Super four Bowl NFL titles. Era. I don't want to brag. <laughs> hey, we won four NFL titles. We didn't say that. We said, said of all time. Specifically, I we said, said of all time. How many of the Bengals won? You know what? I'm going to redo my I list. Said my list is changing. Right Ninety-eight Cleveland Browns. I did not say prior, because that. That means I would bash on Jim Brown. I'm it's never going to do that. You right so, now. That, exactly. Do you do that? I swear to yeah. God, I'll <laughs> find right. a new podcast. I'll up. find a new producer. Hey, I'm ready. So I got stats no, to I'm back that up. Um, I'm going to go. I, <laughs> I don't even think I need to, to actually follow into this. It's the Charlotte Bobcats. I mean, there's there's nothing really else to say. They they have been horrendous, and I feel bad for Jordan because he, you know, I mean, come on, like I'm you not, wanted him to so, come out so and, and talking, own a team and do well, but are we talking solely it has Bobcat been all era bad. because the Hornets moved away, then they came back as the Bobcats, and now they're the Hornets again. So are we talking just Bobcats or Hornet Hornets? I'm just no Bob okay. Bobcat era. Bob since Jordan became the owner, Bobcats. Um, so, I mean, you know, he came in, he kind of ran those Washington Wizards a little bit, little bit, but, um, I mean, they've come in, they've drafted center after center and it's been horrible, but I, I go Bobcats and I mean, they, hopefully they're on the rise this year, but I mean, it's been bad, like it's just horrible. So that, that, that's my guys there. Um, it's, so I, I know we're trying to switch up teams here, so we'll probably all have a lot of the same teams. So if we do, we can just say, you know, we do have the same team on this since we got three people on this list. But, D-Day, who do you got? Um, you know, uh, I kind of love these two together. Not. And I think <laughs> – If you well, say Cleveland, um, I, I swear I lumped them together because they're both Ohio uh, franchises. So, I, I would say the Bengals and the Browns. <laughs> like They both have had their serious struggles. I mean, to Max, Max's <laughs> – Hey, I'm a Bengals fan too, You're so this is fun for me. both of us. So <laughs> – but, I mean, the Browns have had, what, 10 to 15 right. coaches in the last 20 years and 20 different quarterbacks or something crazy since the 90s. And, I mean, since I've been alive, the Bengals haven't made it to a Super Bowl and they haven't won a playoff game. So it's it, it hurts, personally. Literally, since we were born, they, they made the Super yeah. Bowl right before Not we that. were born. Right. And then after that, no playoff wins. <laughs> Yeah, I was even at the, uh, the playoff game that. with the Steelers. So where was they lost I. in the last seconds. That was so. So was I. That's the first so time miserable. I've ever cussed down onto the field as a fan. <laughs> I usually never do that because I was a coach. I sort of played football. It. I first time ever. Like I just had a moment. Thought that was it for me and my Bengals fandom, but it was so it was deflating it. leaving. It was. It was terrible. Yeah. Well, 
I'm gonna take the next one because I don't want I don't want you to take it, Max. I just don't want you to after what you just said. I'm gonna go next. Ooh, um, I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yep. Being one of the cheapest franchises in the probably world. one of the best and stadiums. Probably one of the, the worst deal makers in the world. Uh when you Yeah. When you let Barry Bonds leave, I mean, there's really nothing else to say. Not only leave, but go to the Giants. I mean, they've had so many so much talent. Just walk out that door, and I'm, I don't even know how they're even turning a profit at this point. So uh, I would say I would say Pittsburgh Pirates for sure. Um, it's unfortunate to see them, you know, to see them go in that direction. But uh, it's funny because you know they have won World Series, but it's just been horrible as of late. So yeah, I mean, I'm going to put them on my. Okay, on my I'm second, going. I'm going to the list. world of the hockey where we never go because I don't think we know a lot about hockey, but go Knights. Uh, I'm going to go with the Florida Panthers. So, since they went to the Stanley Cup in 1996 and got swept, the Panthers have not won a playoff series. They've only made it to the playoffs four times since 96. And they have done absolutely nothing in the past three and four years. They've just been atrocious. And on top of that, they're a hockey team in Florida that's not named the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I mean, I agree with it, and I mean, I don't know a ton about hockey. But I had two other hockey teams on my list ahead of them, but yeah, no, I agree with it. And I mean, I think it's hard to have good good teams out of Florida, even though it's nice. Canadians to be weather, don't like Florida. These hockey players don't necessarily like to stay there, so I get that. Nope, not at all. So, all right, Mr. Day. I feel like you the next, next one is the L.A. Clippers. I feel like they're the, That's a good the, one. The That's sec- a great. I'm going to clap for that uh, one. The, the yeah, second best team in the I city. I like that one. They have all-stars on their team. You know, and they brought in Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. And it was supposed to be the next all-star team, I thought. And they just never seemed to do anything with it, in my opinion. Lob, no, Lob City. I agree with that. No, you, you you nailed that right on the head. And yeah, I mean they they never turned it around with those all stars. And so I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna add to yeah, this. I, then I see you that bring a lot, in, so I'm then you bring that, in Max. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, <laughs> and you do it for one season, and it's a disaster. They lose in the playoffs, and then you fire your head coach. And the first things that hap- the first thing that happens is your second best player goes, yeah, that's the reason I played so bad is because uh, coach put me in these bad spots on the floor. Doc Rivers has run the most wide open offense in the NBA, yeah. and now he's taken a Sixers team. They're the number one seed in the East, so that's Clippers esque. You have one of the most excited owners in the NBA in Ballmer, with yeah. bags of money when he walks. And your second best player is just gonna, yeah. That uh, that's why I played that. Yep, good leadership. Yeah, all right. I get that. Now, are you taking that as your number three, or are you gonna roll off of a number Me? three? No, that's not my number three. Yeah, my number. Yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. I had to. You just wanted to roast me uh, more. I'm no, going with I... the Baltimore Orioles. Go ahead. Not only have they not done anything the past two seasons yeah. with over 200 losses. They also are projected 
a 0% chance to make the playoffs this year. <laughs> I mean, the fact, that, the fact that media writers literally go, yeah, you have a 0% chance to make the playoffs tells you what kind of spot your franchise is in. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. You guys want to hear my number three? Shut up. Are you really the Cleveland Indians? You want to know why? (laughs) Okay, it's that time of the week where everyone turns down. You blow two game sevens with Jose Mesa. You blow. (laughs) You blow a three to one lead. You give up Frankie. You basically bring up ten all stars and Manny Ramirez, Jim Tomey, Frankie, Michael Brantley, all these guys, and you let them walk without paying them. This is what you do, Dolan. Please listen to this and Jeez. sell the team. Are you okay? okay? That's my number three. Um, that was my number three. Um, no, I am not okay, but thanks for asking. We bank on everybody coming up and doing decent for a couple years, and then we let them go. So there. There's my number three. I'm serious. <laughs> hey, Darren, who's your number So three? my four was the Sacramento Kings. That's a good one. So they haven't won a championship since 1951. I did see. I did see they beat the Chris Lakers Weber. though yesterday. So I'm sorry about oh, that, Max. Shit. Yeah, no LeBron, <laughs> no LeBron, no Anthony Davis. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So that they did have some fun teams to watch in the '90s with you know Jason Williams, Mike Weber, and Vladi Divac. Yep. But I did see since what was it 1986 and 35 seasons they made it to the playoffs ten times with zero championships. And their winning percentage in the last ten seasons is thirty six point nine percent. Wow! Wow! And they don't they they don't do well all around. I mean, that's just bad. That's really really bad. Um, yeah, I like that one a lot. I mean, Chris Weber was there for a couple of years. I remember watching him. I got his shoes. Oh I yeah, cool cool back in middle school. Those black Dada shoes. Um, yep. Oh yeah, dude. The, they're kind of glossy. I think I had two pairs. I had the black and silver, and, and the you black also and said that the, wh- the um, white people but say it. No, I mean, yeah, yes. they they were not dadas. No, man, I said dada. Ah, nah, dude. Back then, I mean, I was, I was, I was too cool. I was cool as cool as cucumber. So, um, still am. But no, ma- all right, Max. I'll let you get this last one because I think I'm gonna be very, 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 very fun. Okay. With my last um, one. Founded in 1989, this NBA team has had absolutely zero success in the NBA. We are talking about your Minnesota Timberwolves. Not only do you have one great player in franchise history, you trade him to the Boston Celtics where he then goes and wins a championship. And now this year you currently have the worst record in the league and you have the worst front office in the league because every coach, assistant coach, GM is embarrassed by what they did by firing Ryan Saunders and hiring another coach off another staff in the middle of the season. Like, you just keep going on that downswing, Timberwolves. Keep on going. That's nuts. Well, I agree with that. And so my last one, here's a fun fact for you guys. They have a total of nine wins in the past 10 years. And ever since that Lego coach back in 2008, they have not been the same. <laughs> it's the Wilmington College football team. Uh, 
<laughs> Let's go. Listen, no, no, no hate. I mean, I'm hating, but uh, Brian Moore, you're doing big things. You went three and seven in 2019, which was their most wins since I was there in 2008 when we went four and six with Coach Wolf, who, by the way, Coach Wolf was a, was my dude. Um, but he was a good coach uh, when I was there. But ever since they joined the OAC. Their first and second year there, they were seven and three in two thousand, and then five and five in two thousand one. Since then, their best record is four and six, <laughs> and they have been consistently bad. It, one, I'm talking one and nine, two and eight bad, and actually one, two, five, zero oh, and ten records since since two thousand and ten. So ten years. I mean, they went. They didn't win a game. So here's a little fun fact for for everyone who's listening. So my first year there, we went four and six. And then after that, my next three years, or I guess two years, I was there, 1 and 9, 0 oh and 10. When Max was there, they went 1 and 9, 0 oh and 10, 0 uh, yeah, oh and 10. Other one Were you there for the other the 1 and 9 year, Max? I had, so thanks. thanks. Thanks for remembering. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I, I, well, I couldn't remember. Yeah, okay, that's right. I'm sorry. Game winner for Maxi Pad. There we go, baby. Max coming in. Kicking a game winner to get not this is the biggest thing. We were, were on what was a thirty two losing streak when I kicked that game winner. Yes. And Max hit uh, a game winner against thirty three yards yes. plus hat. Max brought home the win, but listen. Okay, I will but say here, that the you OAC brought is the it up to get me all fired up in college why the in, hell in division three. Is Wilmington College in the OAC. You know why? <laughs> You want to know why? Because they wanted more money. No, hey, it's stupid. We want you to come to Wilmington College because we get money for being the OAC and being its its whipping boy because we can't win in any sport except girls' basketball and sometimes men's basketball. Well, well, no. Both women's and men's soccer, they're both good. Baseball is atrocious. Wrestling, they're actually halfway decent. But – in track, they're halfway decent, but yeah, I mean, in, but that's in the thing big though. You said we're halfway decent like, in soccer, horrible. and so it, men's and women's. But if you're in a league, we should be in. Well, we're like better with than the size decent. schools they're, that Wilmington is. Then we win league championships. We don't just compete for them; we win them. Right, but they were ranked nationally. Yeah, my senior year, I think women's they were and men's soccer. I mean, they were they were competitive there. Yeah, because they bring people in from Sweden, and their men's soccer team was legit, and their men's basketball team back then was yeah, good, Yeah, but that too. was when 10 years White ago. And, and Bowman and, <laughs> and all those guys. I agree, but and I don't know how they're, how they're doing now, but and Malcolm Hurd back from Wilmington High School, D-Day represent. Um, he, he was a stud back then, too. I think he was All-American, actually. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the football team is atrocious. Really, the best player we ever had to go through that program since we were there was Bryce Martin. He was an All-American um, linebacker who set the record for tackles. You know why he set the record for tackles? I mean, he was a beast. Yeah. But he was always on the field. Our offense couldn't get down the field. Like, good Lord. I mean, it was a joke watching this team play. So, and, I mean, that's the thing. You know, all the Extra Points podcast, I had to focus on one thing that we did. And I'm telling you, Wilmington College, I hate to break it to you, but you made this franch- all, all or worst franchises of all time. And yeah, you were to college. I get it. But please, I hope to God they don't listen to this and I have to like revoke my degree that I, I somehow have mounted on my wall right now. I don't even know how the hell I got that. D-Day, you and me are both <laughs> sitting on a porch drinking a Natty Light half the time. But yeah, so that's my good. last one. Thanks, Darren, for the uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore, Rushmore idea this it? week. No. All right.
real quick, D-Day, I want to ask you a question. Who do you oh, want man. your Bengals to focus um, on? For you? I, I feel like it's the obvious answer right now, right, is everybody, the offensive line. And I, and, and I haven't done the research to know who's the best one off the draft board right now, but I hope they take somebody there to protect Joe Burrow a little bit better. So I've said this said this every week, Darren. As a bank, fellow Bengals yeah, fan, you, our number one priority is offensive line. Our number two priority is protecting Joe Burrow. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you guys have to. You got to think – I mean, you look at Baker Mayfield, who – I mean, I know for a fact, even I think he's – he's he might be like the tail end of a top ten quarterback in the league. But if – I mean, maybe like mm-hmm. – I would consider him more of a mid-tier quarterback, but look what happened this past year when he had protection. He actually could could do what he wanted, especially later in the season when he got comfortable. He was insane. And you know why? Cuz he got to sit back there and look around and find all of his options. If you and you already have a pretty solid receiving core. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're in AJ Green, who knows what's going to happen with him, but Tyler who Boyd. Burrow's comfortable with? P Higgins. Uh, Auden Tate, uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, if you guys can yep. make that happen, I think it'll be. I think it'll be worth your while. So excited to see what happens with you guys. I hope you guys do make some noise because you need to. But same with your draft. I think you guys can do some good things. But um, yeah, dear Darren, thanks for joining us, man. And um, we'd love to have you on again to give some more opinions. So uh, keep thinking of good podcast stuff. I mean, this is one of our main listeners. No, thank here. you guys both um, for having me on. I appreciate yeah, it a lot, man. Appreciate yes, it, yes, sir. Thank you. So, Max, we'll we'll touch base on topics next week. I think one thing we want to talk about, and Darren, this is one thing uh, we talked about earlier before you hopped on, uh, should high school, public schools be separated from private schools when it comes to playoffs? And that's something we're going to kind of research and try to find out. So it uh, could be a fun listen next week when we're talking a little bit out of our element. We're talking more, I would say that's almost more politic-wise when it comes to sports. Um, because that's just not something we're used to talking about. But uh, one fun thing that we're going to talk about, and we're going to have some fun, and we're going to continue on. But, guys, thanks for listening. We're wrapping up here. We're, uh, I just did not make it under an hour because we never do. But like, uh, like, thanks subscribe, a lot. And we share. Will hope you guys tune in next week. And, as usual, like, follow, do it all. And, I mean, we've got a special guest this week, so he's going to make this a celebrity. So, Darren, pass this along to everybody as well. We're going we're gonna to share the heck out of this. And, Hopefully you guys